Hello and welcome to Not That Anybody Asked. I hope that you are feeling holly and jolly and ready for Christmas time, holiday season, New Year's because it is coming so quickly. I have gotten a bunch of messages about my headache rant, I guess, from last week talking about everything that has been going on. So I just want to let you know that I see all your messages. I really appreciate everyone that has checked in on me, made sure I'm doing okay. It means a lot to know people actually care and they don't just listen to me for entertainment and they actually care about me. So I really appreciate it. A little update is that today I had a neurology appointment and I ended up getting a CT scan and an MRI done literally today. It was really just supposed to be, you know, like a normal neurology like checkup appointment to schedule these things out but she was like I kind of want to get the ball rolling on this to figure it out because I don't want your eyes to like basically be irreversibly damaged because of my optic nerves being swollen so she sent me to radiology to get a CT scan they did a CT with and without contrast and literally in the middle of the CT scan she was like I'm gonna leave your IV in because you're going to go to MRI right after this. And I was like, what? So they walked me down the back hallway of the hospital to go to the MRI place with an IV still in my arm. And I did an MRI with and without contrast. And that was an interesting experience. I have never had an MRI done before. And it was definitely weird. I, d I didn't really look into what happened during an MRI prior to, but it is loud and like very, cr I don't even know. It's just weird. Very weird. They had headphones with like music in it. So I was listening to like probably greatest hits on Pandora or something like that. And then I have a spinal tap scheduled for tomorrow because she's trying to just do as much as she can to get test results as quick as possible to figure out what the heck is going on to treat me accordingly. And it's very scary because we really don't know anything yet. We're just like waiting on results. And I've definitely spiraled a few times over this because we don't know what's going on. But Hopefully we are heading in the right direction. Things are, you know, going. The ball is rolling. This doctor was so, so sweet. I was very scared she was going to be like, you know, dismissive of things or think I was going crazy or whatnot. So she was not like that at all. She was very, very nice and very much listened to me. And it was great. Very refreshing. I have a follow-up appointment with her. It's not really an appointment. It's like a call and go over your result appointment because she was booked out for a long time. So that is next week. And yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Just kind of trucking along, trying to make sure my eye doesn't explode, I guess. But anyway, that's not why we're here. We're not here to talk about my headaches. We're here to talk about the freaking Christmas time season that we are in right now. And I'm super, super freaking excited. My mom and my stepdad come here on Christmas Eve. They're spending the whole week with us. And I'm so freaking hyped. The kids are excited. And it's just, it's a, it's a great time of year. My mom comes every year. I've said that before. She comes every year on Christmas or right around Christmas. But this is the first time she's actually being here over Christmas, which is super fun. This week's Instagram quote is from Mirabelle Creations on Instagram, and it's a little baby Grinch. And it says, you are doing your best. You can celebrate all that you have accomplished, no matter how small. You are worthy of love and joy from Mirabelle Creations. How freaking cute. I'll make sure to share it on the Instagram for my personal and on the podcast on Friday when this goes up. I did just kind of a random question thing. I was trying to think of something juicy to do over this episode about Christmas, but I did a bunch of different question boxes on my Instagram to just, you know, catch the vibe, see what's going on. So I did some about the best and the worst Christmas presents you've ever given or received or 
given or received, that's the same thing. If you've ever gotten or what am I saying right now? Given and received are not the same. That is quite literally opposite. I was just going to edit this whole thing out, but this is my, <laughs> this is how my brain works. Given or received. Those are opposites. Um, presents you have either given or received any family tea that might have been going on and also your favorite Christmas family tradition. So I'm going to read some of these and I'll tell you mine as we go through them. The first one is what's the worst Christmas gift that you've ever received? And these are honestly kind of funny. Um, this one says a small stuffed sheep as decoration. I gave it to my husband to shoot at. <laughs> I honestly hate getting trinkets, like little things that aren't functional. I feel like I liked them a lot better when I was younger because I like to just collect random shit. But as I've gotten older, I want gifts to be practical and able to be used by me or serve a purpose because trinkets just collect dust. And when you move as much as we do, it's just too much. So I understand not wanting a stuffed sheep. This one is a Pat Benatar cassette tape. I had no clue who she was. It happened to be the giver's favorite. That's actually from my mother. My mother said that. And that's very funny because I can imagine her getting a gift that she did not want. And she'd just be like, wow, thanks. An ornament that said Destin instead of Desi. I'm crying. This is from mine and Jake's niece. <laughs> her name is Desi, but a past significant other. Um, their whole family called her Destin and she never corrected them. <laughs> My husband got me a knife set and he, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. My husband got a knife set and he wanted a new one. And when he gave it to me as my big gift, I was like, why didn't you just get this for yourself? He was like, oh, I didn't know you didn't want a giant knife set. If <laughs> I can just imagine Jake getting like an impact drill or something and being like, oh, you didn't, want, you didn't want an impact drill. That's crazy. I'll take it off your hands. A vacuum because ours broke. Honestly, that's kind of an iconic gift because like I said, functional, it kind of sucks. That's not very climactic at all, but it, at least you didn't have to buy a vacuum. Oh my gosh, this last one's funny. Books for infants. I was 12. I'm pretty sure my great uncle got me mixed up with someone else. I grew up in a very small family, so we didn't really get mixed up with each other. So that's really funny. I can imagine there being just a shit ton of this poor guy's like great niece and nephews running around and she's like, I don't know who this person is, but here's some books. I got a goodwill for them. I'm trying to think of the worst present I've ever received. I really can't think of any that stick out as like just the absolute worst. I've definitely got some like questionable presents from boyfriends in the past. I feel like I always got necklaces from people and they were never really that cute. <laughs> and that was probably the worst ones. I'm trying, let me, let me dig in my brain. Hold on one sec. Okay. I called my mom and she can't think of anything that anyone's ever given me. That's that bad either. Um, I think I probably just got some like little, little necklaces and stuff from past boyfriends that were kind of like, you know, not, not the vibe really, but it's fine. It was cute at the time. I asked Jake <laughs> what a bad Christmas present was that he's gotten. And he said childhood trauma. So we love, we love that. The next little question thing I did was the best Christmas present that you've received or given because we have confirmed those are opposites. My mom said, hands down, the best Christmas ever was getting you and Abigail kittens. And yes, I talked about this, I think two episodes ago that she got us kittens for Christmas and mine died like two years ago. I think she was born in 2005. It was the Christmas 2005 when I was seven and it was epic. It was truly the coolest thing ever how she pulled it off. Now being an adult, especially knowing how she did it, 
was very, very cool. So I, I get that one. This one says, I'm giving my 15-year-old brother Blink-182 tickets this year for just him and I to go to. That's so freaking cute. I honestly love doing experiences for gifts, especially when it's something you both love. So like a concert or a musical or a play or something at a theater. I think it's so freaking fun because I just love quality time anyway. But if we both like something, let's go do that together instead of me getting you something that's going to sit on a shelf or that you could go buy yourself. Oh, this year my aunt passed away and I made my other aunt's mittens from sweaters of hers. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Repurposing old stuff plus it being sentimental and reminding people of their siblings. That's so flipping cute. I love that. Gift cards for date nights. I'm going to have to agree. Gift cards are a very underrated gift. I feel like when we were all younger, gift cards were kind of seen as a lazy gift. You know, like you're like, oh, I picked up a gift card. And I was like, nah, dude, that's free money to somewhere. Even though obviously it's to a specific place. So it's not just like free money to use. But honestly, now it's like, man, give me a gift card here so I can just go and spend it because it's like fake money. This one got a fancy photographer camera. And I have had that on my Christmas list for years, but I cannot rationalize anyone in my life spending the amount of money I want on a professional like photographer camera. I have a camera. I've had a camera for a long, long, long time and she's great. She's amazing, but she's old. She's a little bit run down. And the one that I want is like mm, over a grand for just the body of it. Uh, but yeah, I love, I love a professional camera. I feel like everyone should have them because it's so nice to be able to take like good quality photos that aren't just on your phone. And there are a lot that are decently priced that aren't ridiculous that you still get very good photos from. So I highly, highly recommend if you don't know what to ask for or, you know, whatever. If you're interested in that kind of stuff, I highly recommend getting a camera because it's so nice to have. Um, they gave a portrait of my grandpa holding grandbabies that he never got to meet. Those those kinds of things are so cute. Like where the person will like put the person that is no longer with us with people of the future. It's so freaking cute and sentimental. I love those things. I'm not going to lie. I'm a pretty bad gift giver <laughs> for the most part. Um, I think too much about gifts and it's just not like on the forefront of my mind. I'm not a really awesome gift person honestly probably this dirt bike that we're about to give my son for christmas will be my favorite present i've ever given um but that wasn't even just me that was kind of all of us all of us meaning literally just me and jake i don't know why i even said it like that that sounded like it was a group effort but it was just us um that'll probably turn into my favorite given gift just because he'll be so excited Honestly, another one of my favorite gifts I've ever given someone was last year whenever I did the handprint calendar for my mom because she loved it and she uses it literally every single day. And it was a very inexpensive and easy gift to do. So it didn't take much brain power on my end, but it was really, really just sentimental for her as well. And she loves it. So I, spoiler, I did make her another one this year and I'll probably have to continue until my kids are out of the house and they'll be like 15 and be like, mom, do we really need to make another handprint calendar for Mimi? And I'll say, yes, yes, you do. Ooh, another one. This wasn't a Christmas present, but we actually bought my mom her first iPhone after my daughter was born in 2019 for her birthday. Um, me and my sister went halvesies on just buying her, a, I think it was like an iPhone 6, I want to say, or something like that. And we got it for her for Christmas and we were like, or for her birthday. And we were like, 
I know it's like kind of expensive to get data, but if you can get data, here's a phone. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Like whatever. And now she's never gone back because it was the right move. My favorite gift I've ever received, honestly, besides the whole cats thing, because we've talked about that so many times now, was honestly probably this microphone I'm talking into right now. And it's not an extravagant gift by any stretch of the imagination, but just the fact that Jake knew something that was useful to me that I really wanted and I talked about, not all the time, but I had definitely talked about it in passing, and that he listens to my podcast enough to know that I've talked about it here too, about wanting to get a nice microphone to use here. It was just very nice to know that he listens, you know? Like, I feel like a lot of times the best gifts aren't the most extravagant gifts or the coolest gifts you could get. It's just people in your life showing that they truly pay attention and they truly know what you will like. And it was just really, really nice and unexpected, honestly. I didn't think this is what he would do for me for Christmas this year. And it's just really, really sweet. So I feel like this will probably be etched in my memory forever, even though it's just a microphone. It's way more than that. All right, this next one is family tea. And I only have a few of these and some of them are kind of long. So we're going to read this first one first. It's the longest one. And it says, my cousin is married to a man that has been in and out of prison slash jail. Decent dude, just bad decisions. Why she's still with him is another story that no one knows the ending to. Anyway, one Christmas when he was out, he came over to my grandma's house. This was also during COVID, so people were already on edge. My aunt, who wasn't wearing a mask until he showed up, decided it was appropriate to tell him in front of people that he either needed to wear a mask or leave because who knew where he had been or what drugs he had been dealing. Oh my gosh. She basically told him he was dirty and couldn't be trusted to keep anyone safe. My cousin ended up in tears and we were all confused and it basically ruined Christmas for their little family. Oh my goodness. That is wild. Oh my goodness gracious. I The audacity that people have just never ceases to amaze me. My mom is so cute. She responds to all these. She said there wasn't really any. We're pretty boring. And that's that's very true. This one says, not tea per se, but my grandma brought up bleached assholes at Christmas dinner. <laughs> when everyone is gathered around, that's when older people truly just say and do the most unhinged shit. You're like, what are we talking about right now? Come on. This one, oh my god. My stepfather had a whole Christmas without me and my brother. We found out from pictures on Facebook. Not the Facebook holiday reveal. Oh my goodness. Like my mom said, we really haven't had any tea um, in my family growing up. We are a very, very small family, very boring, and no one ever talked about anything like below surface level, so there really was nowhere for anyone to do anything crazy. Luckily, even after my parents were divorced, we had the Christmas Eve, Christmas Day stuff worked out to a science, so we still always woke up at my mom's house on Christmas. It was always literally fine. I mean... Yeah, we had really no tea. That's kind of sad, honestly. It's a little anticlimactic. I will say between me and my sister and my cousins, we've had our fair share, and honestly my aunt, uh, we've had our fair share of boyfriends like cycle through family Christmases, but luckily no one ever did anything crazy or there wasn't any drama ever like there. There were also literally 10 of us. I've talked about that before too. It was very small. Not really enough people to have drama. So, I mean, that's all I've got, which is random boyfriends coming around. All right, my last question box is about favorite family Christmas traditions. And my mother, sweet angel, she said the same thing I would say, which is Waffle House slash spreading cheer to one of the staff members. And again, I've talked about this before. I don't know if I shared the origin story of this, 
but I'll do it again really quickly. I don't remember what year it was. I want to say it was 2013 uh, Christmas time. And me and my sister and my mom were like, we should go volunteer at a soup kitchen, like volunteer opportunity thing on Christmas morning to help, you know, some of the people less fortunate on Christmas morning in St. Louis. Cause we do have like a decent amount of homeless population. So we were like, let's go do this. So we went to this organization church thing that was doing a Christmas morning, whatever. And it was very weird and not because of the people we were trying to help, but the people organizing it were trying so hard to split us up. There were a lot of people there or a decent amount, but they just were trying to split us up so bad. And my mom was like, I'm not letting you split up my 15 and 13 year old children from me in the city. Like I'm not doing that. And they just kept trying to move us around and split us up. And so we were like, you know what? We're going to go. So we left and we did feel kind of bad, but we were like, whatever. Even though we're with this big group, it's not super safe just like to be split up from each other. Like, cause they were trying to put her and my sister with something and me somewhere else. And she was like, absolutely not. So here we are just like out and about on Christmas morning. It's like literally probably eight or nine in the morning. By the time we've left, we've lived a whole life already <laughs> this Christmas morning. And we're driving back down to our house because we live like 30 minutes south of St. Louis. And we were like, man, we should stop and get some breakfast. Like we didn't even really eat. So we pull off 55 and we go to Waffle House on Christmas morning because it was one of the only places open. So me and my sister and my mom sit down at Waffle House. We eat and my mom tipped the waitress like super big. And literally every Christmas from then until I left the house, we went to Waffle House on Christmas morning. We had boyfriends come when we were with boyfriends. We had like, it was just so much fun. And yeah, I really wish I would have continued that. And I think from here on out, I'll do that with our kids. Even after, you know, like she's here this year, we'll go to Waffle House this year on Christmas. But next year, even if she's not here, I want to keep that up because it's so much fun. Sometimes I feel bad doing stuff on holidays when people are working because it does keep the company in business, you know, like to show that there's been people there but also they're going to be there anyway. So we might as well make their time worth it and a little bit happier. That's also just crazy. That was 10 years ago. I just realized I said 2013. Uh, that's wild 10 years ago. Wow. Anyway, let's move on to another person's cookie baking. Short, sweet, simple. We love that. Another one, Christmas Eve cookie making. We weren't really big day, like before whatever cookie bakers. My mom made cakes growing up. So she was a cake girly, really not a cookie girly. Um, this one says fancy breakfast at home with just us before being forced to go places. Honestly, relatable. It's like the Waffle House, but at home, you know, you got to have a minute to chill before you have to go do a bunch of random shit. An ornament each year celebrating an accomplishment. That's very, very cute. We usually go to Hobby Lobby and let the kids pick out whatever ornament they want for the year. I haven't done it yet because I'm a procrastinating little bitch and I keep forgetting to go. For me, my favorite family traditions, definitely the Waffle House thing. And we started doing Christmas Eve boxes. So the night before Christmas, we get them Christmas pajamas and a Christmas book. And I put hot chocolate mix in it and then we watch a Christmas movie. And that's pretty much the only tradition that we've started so far. After this year, I definitely want to start doing the Waffle House thing just because it's really fun. And the kids are just getting older. I feel like this might be a hot take. Maybe I'm just anti-sentimental, but I'm not a big traditions girly. Like I'm, I just, since my daughter was born every year, I'm not like, Oh, every year we have to X, Y, Z because whatever. I just, I don't know. I feel like when they were littler, 
it almost felt like a waste of my time, <laughs> which sounds so bad now that I'm saying it out loud. But I was like, what's the point of like doing all this fun stuff? If A, they're not even going to remember it. B, it's just going to low key kind of stress me out. And C, like, I, I don't even really care that much if I'm being honest. But now that they're getting older, it's way more fun to do stuff with them. The fun to annoying ratio is way more on the fun side than annoying. That's a theory I actually said to my mom a couple weeks ago that whenever you <laughs> you have a kid, there's like a fun to annoying slash like not worth your time ratio of everything. And at some point it becomes balanced where like things are equally fun while still annoying, you know, like, oh, it's annoying because they're like, I have to carry them, but it's still kind of fun. And then as they get older, the fun goes way up and it's way less annoying to like go on public with them and do stuff because they're older. Can you tell that I'm not a baby person and I did not love having tiny newborns? Anyway, I digress. They're starting to have, be more fun, do more stuff. And I love that. We're going to start doing little traditions, little things like that now that they're older and I don't feel like I'm just doing stuff to say I did it. And it's actually for their memory and for you know, quality, quality time between all of us. Anyway, that's all I've got for you. I hope that you guys all have a Merry Christmas. This will be my last episode before Christmas. And next week, I think I'm going to do a little year recap, what my goals are for 2024. That's crazy. 2024. How insane. I'll be 26 this year. Jake will be getting out of the military this year. I will have a five-year-old and a four-year-old by the end of the year next year. And man, life just flies. It flies so fast. Anyway, next week, um, I'm going to do goals, recap of the year, what my goals were for 2023. And I will like recap those, see what I did or did not accomplish. I made a TikTok about it. I already recorded it. So that'll be up probably before that next episode anyway. But uh, yeah, I hope that you guys have a Merry Christmas, a Merry time of year, Merry Christmas Eve. I hope you do all your favorite family traditions and I can't wait to see pictures of everyone's cute little families on Christmas. Thank you so much for listening, for being here through this whole year, and I will talk to you later.